Hey, I am Gerard the one. Shall be out and bad. Rob the voice. Oh, sorry, that's all right, that's all right. And today we are joined by Israel Duncan, who is a mainly based in philanthropy. Am I saying that right? Philanthropy. Yes. Philanthropy, yes. That's yes. Correct. <laughs> all right, nice. Um, Israel, you worked a lot with um, children in homes. Tell us about that. Youth, uh, I like to say youth right. and adolescents. Okay. Know? Yeah. So that's, I, w- I wouldn't say children. Mm-hmm. I would say youth ad- and adolescents. Young if people. Want, if, yes, if you want to people. be specific, you know, um, I think that, that, you know, there are songs that talk about them being the future of the nation. And I think that what we feed the future of the nation is what the nation will be tomorrow. Very much so. So, so that is one of the reasons that I do what I do. Um, also, I had a very, very, an excellent father figure. My dad, I lived in a household with both parents all my life. And I couldn't ask for a better dad. And I know a lot of youth can't see the same thing. So I try to share, you know, and relate to them that way. How important is the father figure in a home? Is, is there anything else? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how important I think right. it is. Yes. Yes. M- mommy is very important. But there's something about that manliness, that, that positive manliness. And, and listen, not just positive, negative as well has just as, as much effect. Because parents don't understand how much children want to be them, no matter who they are mm-hmm. or, or what they are. So, so yes, my, my, my dad may not be doing right things, but he's my dad. But if my dad is doing it, then there should be something okay about it. That's my dad. And same, same with my mom, you know, so, so parents and adults in general need to understand that what they do, we, we teach children mostly not in class. They are taught by what they see, what they experience, what they hear, you know, and and then you're going to tell them, Hey, don't say that, but they heard you saying it, you know, so we need to understand that we have such a huge influence on their lives, even when we think they're not looking. Exactly. And when we think they're not looking, it's exactly when they're looking. Because a lot of children you know? tend to copy and mimic exactly what their parents do. Yes. And as you said, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Exactly. Right? You are the first beast of contact with them most times. Exactly. Right? And yes, you would always love your mother, but at the end of the day, for most people, a mother could never replace the presence in which a father figure would have, the authority in which a father figure would be able to lay down in the household. Yes. And that is a big problem I find we as young people growing up with all father figures would experience. Yes. Right? So, and, and not just and not just father figures, because they are father figures, but the positive positive exactly yeah. positive father figures as well. So yeah. how then do you bridge this this gap then between a child or adolescence or youth that's have this absence of the father figure and your mentorship because i know it would be difficult you grew up without a father and then suddenly somebody's coming and trying to talk to you trying to say oh I'm, i want to put myself as this figure for you how do you bridge that gap with in working with these youths so from a general sense i would say it's extremely difficult because there are so little of us mm-hmm. who try to give that positive impact. There's so little of us and the demand for it is so great. There's so many children that need what we do, right? Uh, what, I, what I try to do is 
use the experiences that I would have gone through in my life, the things that the Lord would allow would have allowed me to go through. At the time when I was going through it, I was thinking, you know, why me, Lord? Why, why, why am I going through this? You know, exactly. I'm, I'm not, I'm not that bad a person that I, I should yes, be going yes, through yes. this. You know, but we never know. We always have a plan, but we never know what God's plan is for us. Correct. And right. it's only when He directed me down that path is when I understood. Okay, that's why I went through that. That's why mm-hmm. I went through this. That's why I, <laughs> you know, to be able to relate to these youth because the first thing they want to know when you come to talk to them is, who are you? What you know about me? What you know about my life? Why you feel you could talk to me? Yeah, <laughs> you you ever you ever went a whole day without food? Yeah, exactly. What you know about you can't relate. To, <laughs> you can't relate to what I've your, been through. Your uncle ever touched you in a place that was inappropriate? What you know about that? But you you come in to talk to me, mm-hmm. and that's when I understood. Hey, everybody wants to know that they are not the only person going through this. Mm-hmm. Yes, they want to know that. Hey, Jared went through this and. Jared could share with me, well, how he got through it, you know, what methods he would have used to to succeed through that trauma or that traumatic period. So these these youth love stories. Everybody loves stories. And I have a lot of stories. So I kind of teach and mentor through stories, Mm -hmm. through a lot of real experiences. And I'm always looking for more stories. So if I hold Jared in a one-on-one, I want to know his story. I want to know what he's been through. Because it could help somebody. His story could help somebody. Mm-hmm. I've been known to tell other people's stories to youth, and they, and it helps. So it's not just about my stories. Any story that would help. Because when, when you meet up on a youth that really need help, you just have to dig in your bag and get, get stuff for them. You know? And a lot of time, God guides me. A lot of time, I don't know what I'm going to say to these youth and I just well, you, you know, the correct things. yeah I, I just pray before I speak and I go up there and I, <laughs> I open my mouth and <laughs> use me Lord <laughs> you know so yeah and I know we, we spoke about this before we put the mics on and stuff but I was telling Israel that me myself I am a thespian so I work in the theater but I am um, doing a line of work where we use theater in education and drama in education to, to speak about certain social issues. So we've, we've touched in different organizations, different campaigns and whatnot. And we find that it is the storytelling. Yes, because we use scenes of, of little scenes that we would have written and, and show them. So yes. that is a story in itself. But a lot of times... The most impactful parts of the sessions and workshops is when they tell their own stories or we may share our personal stories because we want them to know we aren't just performers and we we didn't come to mind all the business. We have things that we went through as well. Look, we kind of making it doing something or it could do something. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that being a motivating factor for the youth. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody. And as you quite rightfully said, Israel, that somebody's story might not, my story might not impact Jared, but it might impact somebody else. So yes. at the end of the day, your story could be used to help somebody else. And as you say, you don't have to be a motivator. You don't have to be in a particular field, right? Because our person, our friends who come and they talk to me about certain issues they have been going through. And you look at it and you wouldn't believe that 
Okay. That, you, that you person going through that. Exactly. Yeah, that like, happens a lot. Exactly. <laughs> that. A lot of us, we know how to hide our emotions and hide our feelings because we tend to think, okay, well, what are you going through? Nobody else is going through. That's an, or how that person is going to perceive me or watch me. Are they going to judge me? And a lot of people always are in fear of that and they wouldn't go and speak out about it. And then you could go and, as you said, rightfully talk to them. Just a simple conversation and yeah. it will open the doors and they realize, oh, well, I always thought you had it this kind of way. No, the way in which you related. Okay, yeah. I could not relate to you and that opens up and just by simply speaking to people, that has a whole different impact on them. And you might think it's nothing, but to them, that is the will to them. For them just to open up and speak to you and share their stories as well. Israel, always yeah. thought the hardest part was like for someone, a youth that speaking to you, the hardest part would be their fear of their their trust in you. Right. That would be the hardest part. How do you deal with that? And how do you um, get them to trust you? And and like and and he he started speaking about it. Right. Sorry. As as saying here, Rob, 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 Rob started speaking along that line. Um, you have to open up first, right? And I had, I was, I was about to say when when Rob was completed that I had challenges with that, thinking, okay, if I share this, how are they going to look at me? How how is this young man going to now perceive me? Right. You know, I had real challenges with that. You Don't know, unfair. and I and I realized, hey, for the greater good. I need to open up myself for, for these youth to be able to open up and listen. Magic. Magic. It works like a charm. Take your dirtiest story and open it and say, look. And when they see that and they look at they look at the person that you are today, having gone through that and exactly. having experienced that, they're like, okay, so I actually have well, hope. hope. Exactly. So you know, and, 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 and we are creatures of hope, you know. Right, so they they could relate to you. That's why then then they start to feel comfortable. Yes, right, yes, right. definitely. All right, cool, cool. I like that. Um, I think too. Um, added to that, besides feeling comfortable, I think they're more inclined to listen. Sometimes, like when I do my work, we we try to open up as soon as possible, just so that they they cling onto us and listen because they have a tendency to feel like we come into lecture. And they call in your mess and we're like, oh, we need this. We just tell them, put away them books and pencils and pen and thing. We the, we come to do them things. I have right. no taking notice. It's us being part of each other, sharing whatever we need to share in what we call a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it, it kind of translates to, to other things too, because it's kind of like a, a parent-child relationship where True. sometimes you feel like, I mm-hmm. want to talk to them, but oh god, they're going and lecture me. They're going <laughs> and true. say, you, you don't know what they're going and say already. Oh gosh, I, best I don't go to mommy. They wouldn't understand. They will say, oh well, this and that, the other, and it's a whole long lecture. And I feel like we want to maintain a relationship where you want, yes, you want to motivate and and whatnot, but you also want to to ensure that yeah, we are here to talk to each other and learn from each other. I'm not exactly. here to teach you alone. You're also here you to, to teach, teach me. me. And I, you are that valuable. And that we're not better than them. Yeah, no you are better. so worthy that yeah. you have a lot to teach me as well. I don't know everything. Right. And I don't know all the stories in the world. <laughs> yeah. And even to add to Shelby's point, right? 
as you said, listening. And one thing I also want to add to is that listening goes both ways. So the same way you want them to listen to you, you also have to be receptive and be willing to listen to their story as well, mm-hmm. right? So you could draw certain analogies and, okay, well, I'll listen to what you said. You know, I actually been through something similar or it reach a point where, okay, I listen to what you're saying. I mightn't have done that, but just based on what you're saying, I could give you certain experiences and certain lessons that you could also learn. So as I say, listening goes on both ways and right. both platforms, right? That's that's the very true. And and sometimes and sometimes that's all they need. You open open the space for conversation and then you would be surprised. You would have to be taking notes. You would have to because they have so much exactly. you believe some of the things these these youths going through and how many things. And you're saying at at at, at twenty years you've been through this already, you've been through that like Wow, you could write a book. book exactly. <laughs> and some of their stories could, same way in which your story could help them, their stories could also help you at some point in your life as well. Yes, I have used some of their stories to help some of their peers, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and, and sometimes the peers right there with each other. And, 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 and Jared don't know that Shelby going through this. And I have to, you know, share some. I'm not using a name, but I'm sharing, hey, well, yes, there's a certain you that went through this and he or she would have done this to get through that traumatic thing, you know, and, and whatnot and whatnot. So sometimes their peer stories help them, you know, because it's so, it's so relatable. Exactly. You know? um, I used to think that the only way you could get into philanthropy is by, is the, with the use of money. So you go and spend a big set of money to help out some children somewhere or youth somewhere. <laughs> right. right? Uh, what are some other ways that you could, you can't exercise philanthropy. So so I like stories, right? right. So I'm gonna give you a very short story. Uh, right? Story time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's this very rich couple, and um the, the the well, she married into the money, and um she didn't want for anything, nothing. The vehicle that she wanted to drive, vehicles, the house that she wanted, the clothes that she wears, the jewelry, everything. And he didn't give her time. And she would go to this, this restaurant. And this waiter. Yes, yes, I know the story. He would recognize if her hair changed, you know, if she did her eyebrows differently. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to tell you where that ended up. Right, right, right. You know, so, so money is not always everything. They're interested in your time. And I have gone into impoverished areas already and hear the statement, yeah, they only just come here for the day or for the week. After that, I'm gone. And it, it shocked me from who it was coming from. A, a, a quote-unquote gangster. And I could hear what he's not saying. He's yearning for somebody to just talk to him up. and stay with him. Yeah, yeah, and this is around. an adult I'm speaking of. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. a gangster. Yeah. He likes what he's seen happening, but he's saying, hey, you're all only here yeah. for a week. What, yeah. what are we going to do after that? Exactly, exactly. And, you know? and that's important <laughs> because a lot of people like to put on a show. Right? Yeah. And that's, I feel that's exactly the point you're getting at. Don't come here to put on a show and papi show this yes. and say, hey, you know, we care about you. you know? But after the week pass, there's no more checkup. Nothing. There's no, hey, Nothing. how are you all going? I know I haven't been here because I was caught up for the past month or two. Right. I came back to see... 
if we make any progress, it's none of that. So, you know, you just come here, don't come here to point out show to say that you care or you come to help the youth. And after your time or your session is over, that's it. And you go yeah. about your life and they have to go about their lives. The same thing they tell you that they face and they don't want to go through. They have to go yeah. through it yet again. Yeah. Um, and, and there's there's a term for it. A lot of them have um, the syndrome. I, the name not coming to me right now. The abandonment syndrome. Abandonment, yes. You know. Um, yeah. I didn't even know that was something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. There are some people who... You, you are friendly and you you make a, an attempt at them and they would not respond. Not because they don't want to, you know, but they already thinking at the end, okay, well, he's not going to be around for any time. So I'm not going to Put attach myself, myself wow, to yeah. that. So because hmm. of that, you find that, yeah, and then um, Rob might have the opinion, okay, well, she or he stand off. It's well, not that they really want to grab on, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're so afraid of, okay, well, how long Rob going to be around oh, for? Yeah, exactly. Before they're free to let down those walls. Yeah. They're free to let <laughs> yeah, down those walls. Yeah. So, you know. Israel, do you think friends could ever be more than family? I've grown to, to into a saying that families never always blood. Hmm. Right. And That's a strong statement. Uh, no, yeah. I, totally, I, I, totally, I totally agree with what you're saying. Totally. Yes. Um, <laughs> blood is something that you can't change, right? But you see, when somebody chooses you, when somebody chooses you, as in, not because I do have a choice, it's my family, but I, hey, Rob, I choose you. All right, yeah. That's There's something Thing. about that. Yeah. There's something about that. Yeah, you could always say, well, a cousin is a cousin. He had he, to be he my... He had to be your cousin. <laughs> yeah. You know, but when some... choice. Yeah. But when somebody say, hey, Rob, with all all the things that you are, all the bad, all the negatives, with whatever good you are, just as you are, I choose you, that I... I that's, that's, that has a strength to it. That <laughs> yeah, because yeah. even as you said with the cousin, sorry, we're cutting it off. Yeah. Yeah. Even you said with the cousin, at some point in time, you ever have like close friends and you start to say, Hey, that's instead of saying that's my friend, that's my cousin. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, because yeah. the closeness, or, or that, yeah, that's my brother. B R E D D A. That's my brother. My brother. You're up to date with it. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be. You have to get with the times. Yeah. Right? You, have to, yeah. you have to speak their language. Yeah, it really is powerful when somebody chooses to spend your time. And I think it could also lend itself, to me, it could also lend itself into relationships as in with, with a um, girlfriend or whatnot. When, when that person chooses you instead of like, um, I just with you because I don't have a choice. Right. <laughs> well, well right. you would be in the first place. So, yeah, that's a red flag there. You end up a little entanglement at some point. Yeah, yeah. but I think the thing too is that what we don't address is that fam- sometimes family members, they just need to cut them. You know, you know uh, honestly, like... They're not good. It's, we have a lot of family family members that we keep in contact with and we keep dealing with just because snakes they're snakes. family it's another, no it's another it's yeah snakes, snakes. They're, they're, snakes. Snakes. they're not Snake good the they're not good but, right? but in your mind you're like but that is my cousin that is my brother Mm-mm. that is my parents sometimes yeah. you don't yeah. need to drop them yeah, exactly <laughs> because yeah. it's always saying somebody will slap you in your face 500 times and you won't do nothing the 500 and first time when they go to slap you and they chop off down you know, you are the bad person to watch the one time right. in which, you know, 
you chop off their hand. Right, Just right, goes right. to say, I'm not saying go and chop off anybody's hand or anything right. like that. But right. to go with what Shelby is saying as well, at some point in time, you need to know when you have to detach yourself from people, right? Whether it, not just relationships, but also within the family aspect. Because sometimes we tend to repeat certain generational curses with family by keeping attached to certain people just because, hey, you know, that's your uncle, you know? That's your brother, right. that's yeah. your mom. At the end of the day, yes, you'll always have a love for people, but Bible says to forgive and forget, yeah. right? And I forgive you, I forget what you're doing, but also forget that it's my family. You know? <laughs> you're just there. You're just there, like, you know? The, um, other, the other thing, to, to just continue on that point, a stranger, a stranger could cough you in your face and it will just physically hurt you. And, and you might be able to retaliate if you're that type of person and cough them back and you feel good. But when your family, be it blood or otherwise, just shove you, it hurts so yeah, much more than the cough, cough in your mm-hmm. face. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and family don't always realize that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I knew a girl, um, uh, she used to, her mother used to, parents sometimes drop little comments on the the children or youth, right? <laughs> right? Where they and tend to make them feel insecure. So where you're putting on that dress for you looking kind of big and that, or right. you know, where you're putting on that pants for you, you know, you're looking skinny and that, you know. Right. And I think those comments could hurt so much more than if a stranger just come and say, right. "You ugly," or yeah. you know. exactly. And yeah. I think I think a lot of people go through that. No, yeah. true. A on a, da- a daily a daily basis. And to me, I believe a lot of insecurities stem from in the household itself. Definitely. Right? And a lot of vulnerabilities stem from in the household. Right? For example, if someone doesn't get the love of a father or a mother figure, let's say use females as an example. If you don't if you were never shown that kind of love, what you immediately start to do, or a lot of them start to do the majority who Elsewhere to look for that love because right? you need it because you, you need, need it, it yeah. right and even though they might get involved with somebody who might be physical with them or don't treat them a certain type of way they try to show you love and they say hey well no no we're having sex so sex is love yeah right so you go there looking for love even where it be fellas they sometimes they go outside the same way with women who go outside looking for love in men men also go and look for love within women and they get they find love in vices as well Yes. Yeah, right, all right, right. Facts. So, um, one, a, a, a huge, that is so huge. That is a, such a huge factor. I have, I have sat in households and listened to parents who love both children and Favorite. talk one over the other in uh, both of their presence. I'm like, what? Yeah, that that's is like, madness. that is like a no no. Mm-hmm. Uh, why you can't be like, oh, Ex- you know, and, uh, oh. And you, they don't know the kind of impact that has you on know? a child. Like even being reproachful or belittling your child. Like I always say, it doesn't this way. I would experience not like in that light, but also some things I would experience. I'm just watching some things and I'd be like, okay, when you reach a point that I have a family, I don't want to repeat certain mistakes, right? right? And that's an important thing because I know if no way in my mind I could comprehend how you could belittle your child. Or reproach your child, have a lack of communication and all that, right? And at the same breath, something was stopping that child. Oh Lord, you know, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's true. And sometimes That's... too, is in the 
joking. Oh, you're so stupid. You're so ugly. You can't sing. You're this and that. And you feel, oh, it's a constant joke. But sometimes, every day I hear and I ugly. You think <laughs> I come in outside and say, wait, I read, I read sweet. No, you tell me I ugly since, since, since. Exactly. <laughs> and even with that, and you realize that the trends are to push you away or start to say to themselves, oh, she feels she she feels she doesn't know. He feels yeah, he better. They grow up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, big man. No, it's like no. If you not treat me with certain love and respect, how you expect me to reciprocate the same things you don't show to me to you, right? A right. lot of things like even some because some parents who always like to bad talk their children with other people, right? Right. All your business, all, all your business out to the road, right? You walking in the house and you hear something for well, you know he, you know, look at you walking, you all them passes, you know he walking there, you all them passes, and then he walking. And the next, and the next breath, you want the, the same money they about talking to you about, the same money they want you to contribute to something else, and you just like, but what kind of hypocrisy is this I see in here, right? right? What kind of madness, right? Or oh, all the time you're not studying, why doing? But as soon as I do something good or something I can show off. Yeah, Susan. Yeah, this <laughs> my daughter, you know. Yes, she. Like my daughter, you know. Show it off your daughter. But, Big billboard. But where you was all the time when I struggling and imagine you're struggling and they, they one, they either not studying it or two, you're getting slight comments in between because sometimes it's not blatant. You just get it very slight. Yeah, but so even in the slight because subtle, it's your parents. Subtle. It just hurts. Fucks. And, and it could be so... Let me show you how subtle it could be. You don't have to, Jared, right? Gerard. Yeah, you, you don't have to. You don't have to bad talk Gerard for him to feel bad. No. You just have to constantly rate, rate, rate Rob, constantly, constantly. in 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 Gerard's presence. presence. Yeah, and and just you don't have to say anything about deep voice. Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> that man voice is real deep, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, yes, anytime someone comes to the house, yes, Rob, Rob, play something on the piano for them now. Right. Rob is so good on the piano. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> like if um, a child is more musically inclined, inclined. than another child, yeah. and the other child would have a talent to know, but now in the way you only pick it up, child, yeah, in your opinion, this talent I, is yeah, better than yeah, that yeah, talent, yeah, right? Yeah, right yeah. I'm not going to feel comfortable. I wouldn't want to share what my talent is with you because at the end of the day, you're putting him up on a pedestal in front yeah. of me. I will never be as good as him. Well, no I mean, Rob, Rob does come first and test. Right. You know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's in the um, he's in the choir too, you know? Right, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Johnny Fridge. Yes. <laughs> and he's... Rob Gerard <laughs> And and he's in the interact club, and you know he he, he goes to um, Boy Scouts on a Saturday. He was valedictorian. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob Rob is the shirt. You know, up to now you didn't say anything yeah. about Jared. Right. So Jared can't say a bad talking, but he didn't uplift him either. At the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? and 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 we don't understand how much that can have an effect. That could change Jared's whole personality as as an as an adolescent. And it's the consistency too, because you you're giving me compliments when I do these great things or these things that you could show off with. But other than that, you really studied me. So I feel like, oh, I need to to continue to do all these good things. But then I only do it yeah, nah, so I could, <laughs> I could get a little compliment from you, a little. And it's something, but then you start to feel like a little appreciation. Uh, then why are doing it for? Like, 
you really have no proof. But I just live in for my parents. But when I move out of the house, and I okay, so I doing these things. Who right? and compliment? Yeah, who can compliment me? And even though, if, uh, no, like even if you get a compliment, you don't know how to react to the compliment or how yeah. to take it because you're never accustomed to it. Yeah. So now you have to try to now heal from that and now work into okay. This is exactly what it feels to get a compliment and somebody actually being what they're saying. Yeah. And then you walk in the mall and Rob tell you in his nice voice, wow, you're beautiful. And that is it. You're you <laughs> gone. You're gone. Rob, you true. have to say it. You have to say it. Rob, go on with your whole soul. Yeah, you have to say it, Rob. <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Re- really? You think <laughs> I'm beautiful? Of course. Yeah, you have to say it now, Rob. Excuse, Kitty. Um, you're very beautiful, I must say. <laughs> so, so we set, we set up our children. Exactly. We set them up exactly in a negative way. True. It makes it lows lower because when I reach that point of height of positivity where I could get the compliments and I am your your child to be proud of. When I'm in my lows, it's like, ways I am nothing. I start to feel lower and lower. Mm-hmm. And when, and I know I, I, I experience this. Right. I know when I feel like, all right, again, things done. And it starts to be more consistent. Like, all right, it's more positivity. But in the moments in between, for some reason, they feel even lower and lower each time. Because now you feel like you have a standard to upkeep. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I am two gold stars now. And that means I need to be four gold stars next time and if I am three gold stars that ain't good not you're studying that you, you are gold stars you know? <laughs> right. studying that last time I was four this time I was three so that's shaky yeah <laughs> and another thing I find that the young people always look for that some a lot of them don't get is sometimes an apology from a parent figure mm. right and sometimes that's all a child wants sometimes and just to hear okay well you know I didn't watch it from your angle I'm sorry in the way in which I reacted or sorry in which i talked to you and because parents always feel the right regardless of some parents always feel no matter how messy to you i write as a parent bottom line i am right but some children like you just want to hear okay you'll know um apologize for how i reacted to the situation and that is all that could quell and <laughs> quell the entire situation could just resolved. but them saying you know what i'm sorry about <laughs> this Right, so this topic I find it this topic has layers and layers yes. and a lot <laughs> yeah. of yeah. layers yeah. to it. Even our apologies, sometimes you get the apologies, but I'm sorry that I was doing this because I was and trying to tried, provide for you because I you're my child. The victim, and, the victim, yes. Yeah. All, of sudden, all of a sudden, you, you turn the villain. Like, <laughs> you make me. I'm sorry, I, I made you and I had to provide for you. So I had to do these certain uh, things in I order to, to get you along in this life. And it's like, it's well, like well, well, where you come down, where you come down, I guess I sorry then. <laughs> Israel, how do you, let's say you were neglected. How do you like come, like heal from things like neglect? Let's say you have a brother and he's treated um, unequally to you. You are treated less than him right. in within the household. How do you heal from that type of neglect? Jared, what's your, what's your age? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I'm, uh, I'm, why I'm, ask that? Because <laughs> because I got the I started I, I wanted to pull my t-shirt a little closer, and because I felt like you were looking at me when I was growing up. Uh. You know why would you you know direct that to me like like. <laughs> 
Right. You know, like so he was shots. a fly in his previous life and he saw my childhood and, yeah. and like he's zoning on that yeah, now. You know, shots, first, yeah. yeah you, were, you, know? you were the younger brother. No, I actually am the eldest of three and I have, a, I have a younger sister who I am three years older than and a younger brother who I am five years older than. And um, being the eldest mm. was was bittersweet. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? And, both um, parents, right? In yeah, home, right? both parents. Okay. And um, my, my, I was I skipping my sister for now, right? Leaving her out of the picture. All right. My brother and I have the same mental abilities, right? right? However, I am very creative and he's very dedicated and there's a huge difference. So you would find I would be the mischievous one because I'm so creative, I'm bored out of my mind. So I'm finished what I'm supposed to do. And I look into disrupt the class. I look into... And a lot of teachers and parents don't know what to do with that. They don't even realize that it's not that the child is mischievous. It's just that he or she is so creative that they bored out of them, their mind. They're so past that. Okay, what's next? And they they, 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 they craving for something else to do. The only thing to do is to pelt Jared with a paper in right, class. Right. <laughs> you know, and they, they don't even recognize that for what it really is. So I'm saying that to say that because he was so dedicated and I was so creatively mischievous, um, the, the naturally, there was a certain attention that went with that. The golden child, the golden boy. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to iron his school clothes because he needed time to study. Oh, because yeah. he's the one bringing the results. Right. You know, now, good, really good parents, which I did have, make some bad mistakes because they're human. And, and yes. parenting doesn't come with a manual, except except for me, it would be the Bible, right? Yeah, totally. which, which is also left to interpretation as well. But parenting really doesn't come with a manual, so to speak. If the phone does this, do exactly that. Mm-hmm. So I, I lived that. And um, so I had to wash, I had to... Iron had to clean. You'd say you had more responsibility, way more responsibility. Yes, than him. yes, and of course, I'm looking. I'm looking at what's being dished out to my siblings, and I, f- I felt advantage. Yeah, because right? you're doing the most, and you're not getting you get little to no appreciation. But. Yes, yes. You yes. don't think that come as you don't think it come with being the eldest automatically, to some extent. Okay, to some extent, but. If you ask my brother to iron a shirt now, he can't do it. Ooh. And and I'm, I'm and I'm Ooh. thinking that I'm thinking that too much of anything is good for nothing. Right. So so you spoil him uh-huh. into uh, into almost handicapped. an invalid. Almost right? Yeah. Unless it's something um, academic, you can't call him. <laughs> right? All work and no play makes shock So so, so I'm saying bittersweet because I learned to appreciate that because. I I am the caretaker of the house in my household. So the wife because, he doesn't need to worry. Because <laughs> from my young age, I was sweeping before I was half the height of the broom at home. Right? And I was always willing to do it. You know, but I felt like I was being taken advantage of as well. Because you know the reward for good work is more work. Yeah, I uh, my brother and I are complete opposites. As in he's handsome. <laughs> 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 that was a shot. Oh, wow. No, I don't oh. know. 
I don't know if he was going into details. Nah, so nah, I'll just nah. say, let me just ask. Personality-wise. Personality-wise. Yeah, okay. he's a complete opposite to me. So why deal with... So we're not dealing superficial? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> you cannot train train off. Sorry, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, so I deal with more I would say like things to do around the house, like business wise and thing. Right. Like like um deal with family, business and whatnot. And right. he deals with it's like he deals with a completely different separate set of responsibilities. Right. So it kind of leaves both of us handicapped in each other's fields. Right. Yeah, so it's a odd thing. So I really need him because I can't cook. Right. I can't cook. I can't cook to save my life. Right. Right. But my brother is a sh- uh, you want to be a chef. Right. Okay. But he cannot deal with things with the family business. Right. Like the contracts and right. you know all, all those sorts of things. So I I think it could the handicappedness I can't really deal with. So I would look to him. Sometimes I would want him to do something that I do for once. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Sometimes, I, you know, and he might want me to do something. Right. Like he might want to know why I calling him to make something. <laughs> to eat. Why you don't want to make <laughs> your why own you macaroni? Make your own thing. Exactly. <laughs> Boil some rice. Yeah. And I would be wondering like, why, why isn't he, and this is something my parents did from a long time. Right. Um, why isn't he like doing the stuff that I do? And why we don't share the responsibility rather than right. I do want I do this set and he does do this set. set. But right. have you ever spoken to him about it? As in you all sharing like, hey bro, you see like show yeah. me how to make a little pasta and Yeah. Yeah, but I still I'm really not interested in cooking. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. But Robbie, so, Robbie. Yeah. yeah here's here's no, was my question. Cooking, here was my question. Because there's a real issue, and and that's that's that is what stems the 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 uplifting of one and the the downplaying of the other. Which one is of more value to the parents? Is that is that a scenario in the household? Is it that they see one as more valuable to the household, as in one son or the responsibilities? Well. <clears throat> it would it would end up being about the person because of the oh, responsibilities, of yeah, right. right? So um, no, they never saw it that way. I, live, I grew up with both right. parents. Um, I don't have both right now, and there's no there's no, no favoritism. No, there was no there wasn't any favoritism. Okay, it was just the choice of. So when you're calling, when my parents calling for something, right? Is is the um, or they calling me to deal with. That set of issues. Right. Are we doing this, this, and this today? Yet, my brother. He playing game in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's doing something else now. So right. Something completely different. And when they, they call him for something, and I do the same, you know. Right. So it causes a riff, a handicap. Between siblings, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, your parents live with you all still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, they, they cause a little riff. What, 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 what are. What feelings you apprehended with that? I over time I kinda of accustomed to it. It kinda of been going on for so long. Oh <laughs> yeah. But so if it, you're it's, it's like a norm. What a neglecting No, it's not it's no it's not neglect. It it's uh, it's just as simple as that. It isn't like it's just him doing his thing. 
right. and me doing mine. But but mutual benefit. Yeah, for sure. Right. Because no. he can't do the things that I do. It's the same thing. You can't, your brother can't iron shoots. Right. <laughs> and you probably can't, I don't know, probably not good at maths. Well, I, I'm good enough to, 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 um, to <laughs> well, save right, my well, life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, well, it was the academics now, you know, and right. he was good in academics. Right. Probably, now, you know. Well, we, bo- we both were good in academics. He was just more dedicated. I would study for half an hour and then go and play and he would be there for four hours. Because you were more all-rounded then. Yes, yes. And I, and I think, I, I think um, that is another issue. A whole other issue where we churn out academics and they don't know how to have a conversation in our group. Yep. And mm. I think, I think. Trust me. That's so, so straight A's, but put them here skills. to sit down and they're like, oh my, yeah, my, yeah, on yeah, my gosh, what, what do I say? Empty battery. Yeah. Yeah. Maths A, English A. Social the moment A. Rob turned to them and he looks like he's going to say something oh. like, Oh my gosh, could I go under this table? <laughs> like, like, why is he turning over here? Like, mm. like what do I do now? And you put some symbols and, and numbers on the wall and you're like, Cool, sign, yeah. sign, tongue. Yeah, that's, mm. but another human being, and that's, you know. Yeah. And um, that, that's a real issue. Balance is a huge spice of life and, and a lot of people lack it. Mm-hmm. What about mental health within the Ooh, dealing with, in dealing with the why, why would you even bring yeah. that up? That's a, why would yeah, you even bring that up? Mm. You know, and, 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 and your ethnicity, you know, we don't talk about that. <laughs> you know that, Jared, come on. Why come would on, you man. even bring up that? I mix. We, do, we don't talk about those <laughs> things. Is that I even mix. a thing? Nah, Jared, I, why, why would you I know bring... A lot of, we don't have money for that neither. people deal with anxiety. I think everybody deals with depression and anxiety. It, uh, isn't that a little bit in like a different, natural? Yeah, different, different levels, levels. Yeah. right? Yeah. And as we're on the topic of family as well, and you brought up depression. It has a lot of families believe that their children do not go through depression because they provide certain amenities that they won't provide it with when they were children. So they feel so all is well in the All world. is well, right? So don't matter if I be little, you don't matter if, you know, we have problems in this household. Tension, you can tell when me and your mother fight. You know, it's also go through depression, right? You know what? Your yeah. belly full. Your belly, exactly. Yeah. You know? Your belly full. And you're the best. Right? And right? box don't just come, the box don't just be there five days a week, right? Yeah. right? You get a little money and there, you don't suffer with depression. And that is a major, major problem I find in this society by extension because they think, okay, we don't need counseling. I know I have my problems. And I know my problems affecting you. But don't let it affect you to the point where you come and tell me you depressed. You have problems because at the end of the day, I see the adult. Only the adults supposed to have problems in life. Your yeah. life is sweet. And that's a problem I find really, really, as a society, need to bridge the gap with especially the counseling because you would never know what your children go through. And you might think what you do is all well and good. You know? And when they explain that to you and you provide a list in the area, you say, man, like, wait, wow, that's really how you feel? I dealt with some parents who really don't care at the end of the day because you telling me that I said to go and do my job at the end of the day. So that's how you're going to get over it. But that one, what you said there, the counseling, family counseling is a major, major topic. Jared, I, I don't know why that's you that. even brought up that. Look, now you have Rob talking about it. And I just don't know what we're going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> like... How's the weather outside? <laughs> how's how's the weather? We can talk about the weather. 
we we actually gonna talk about this? Yeah. Nah. As I said, layers upon layers on this topic by itself. Okay, so I'm just gonna say that I have spoken in my lifetime. I'm 38 years of age, and in my lifetime, I've spoken to about four um, psychologists to get help for different things. Uh, one of them I would have, and and the reason why I did it is because you learn so much about yourself. You know, a lot of people have the notion that why go in and talk to Jared about so so Jared is a clinical psychologist. Why go in and tell Jared about me for I know about me, you know? <laughs> oh, so you had four psychologists for yourself. Yes, oh, I would okay. have went and, and and spoken to people. Okay, I, okay. You know, um, one time I went, I was in a relationship and the person was damaged, and I went. I was so invested in relationship. I wanted to invest more into it. So I went to understand how I should treat with that person so that we have a normal relationship. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you're, you're in a relationship with someone who's damaged and your personality or the way that you treat with things only cause more damage. But you continue doing it because of ignorance. And I didn't want to be ignorant. So I went and I spoke to someone about it. And I, I did counseling for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, she did counseling for herself. And then we did counseling together. And, and those things are so important. And I will say this right after that. I am, if you can't see that, I am, I am Afro-Trini, right? <laughs> and you see our ethnicity. Don't bring up that word. My dad... God bless his soul, I lost him in 2015. And I use the word loss loosely because I would have gained a lot from it, from him being alive. I mentioned to him, he's old school. I mentioned to him, hey, you know, I've been to counseling a few times and thing. And, you know, if you he almost spit spat on me for, men- for mentioning Counseling. 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 We even bring up the topic of because February. he's one of those real men, right? Right. You know. Yeah. Keep everything. <laughs> you don't feel Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's another thing that we teach children um, just by how we live. You you tell Jared is is twelve years old, and you know he f- fell down and bruised his knee, and he cried. What are you crying? Say, what are you crying for? Yeah, hey, you're a big <laughs> man. <laughs> you're a big man. You're crying, you're crying for? for. Yeah. So, so you're teaching him. <laughs> so at 12 years, you are teaching him, hey, big men don't cry when they're in pain. Whether it's physical or emotional. That's, that's, that's. That's our man. You don't do that. Yeah. You know? Um, we, and, and I'm 12, but you're telling me I'm a big man. And then in another scenario. Two weeks on the road, yeah, you're a little child. <laughs> Yeah, child. Yeah. Please. You're confusing it. You're confusing the poor child. So um I would advise anybody, you may not have a an issue, a glaring issue, but you don't know as much as you think you know about yourself. And 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 I think that before you know anybody else, you should know about yourself to, to give a better God bless my dad's soul. He was really a wise man. And he said, treat every interaction as a transaction. So I met Jared on the road. 
treat treat my interaction with him as a transaction, transaction. and we knowledge. all want the best out of any transaction we want we want we want the upper side of it so put into it what you want to get out you mentioned and, that person you was in a relationship was damaged you don't right. think it best to leave the situation no not leave but allow you don't think it best for someone to be to, what am, how am i going with this it, <laughs> You don't think it's best to go with someone who is healed or not damaged? I think everybody will be damaged at some point, I feel, yes. with different things. Yeah. Right? And so it's how much damage you're willing to take. I feel I understand yeah, yeah, where he's coming No, from. because yeah. you, you mentioned that she was damaged. Right. That when you're reaching the relationship, you're fine. Oh, she was damaged. Or like, you know she was damaged before. <laughs> or are you one of those healers? <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> taking a little turn, I feel. <laughs> okay. So, so, so I go in. I, I mean, you don't have to answer it. No, no, no. I, I will answer it. It takes me to the entanglement issue. All right. With uh, Jaden Will Smith. Right? (laughs) If, if any of you all would have looked at the red table talk, you'd see Jada spoke of her honing honing in on, on damaged people. Right. Kind of to help heal herself as well by healing them. She she feels like she heals as well. You know, there are people like that. And I'm not pointing any fingers at me, but you know, there yeah, are yeah, possibilities that. that, you know, I may be like that, you know. Right. Um, yes, I would have known that she was damaged before the relationship, but a lot of times you don't know how damaged you may, you know, see me and come live with me is two different things right, entirely. Right, right. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know how damaged. And I find that that a lot of damaged people, and I'm guessing that it's, it's based on the part that the Lord have me on, a lot of damaged people are drawn to me, right? Um, I don't know if I'm also drawn to them, but I find that a lot of damaged people they, they just come and talk to me. Right. Um, so so it's, I guess it's kind of my part of my calling, right. you know, and, and, and I use my experiences, my, my own injuries, so to speak, to to help them get through theirs, and also, like like you all were saying, um, it, it's it's a both ways thing. I also learn from from their 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 damage, so to speak, mm-hmm. and um, I learned I learned a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And and from each relationship, I I took took stuff, I learned stuff, and and took it to the next relationship. You know, so I I became better, I evolved, right. so exactly. to speak. I understand that. And right. I think that if you're not learning, I think I did well because if you're not learning in life, yeah. I think you're not living. Exactly. Actual, actual, yeah. especially in a relationship. Yeah. Right. And one thing on a girlfriend, so he says that you, although she was damaged, you took it, you took the onus upon yourself to go and seek counseling yeah. to better the relationship. So it shows that you always had the right intention. Yes. From the jump, from the get go, because you wouldn't you wouldn't see a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you damaged. I gonna try to fix myself right. and you as well." Right. Right. But at the end of the day, I say like everything in life is a learning process. So yeah. that in itself, even though it didn't work out there, yeah, I clearly see you was blessed and saying afterwards, <laughs> right, right. I know the wifey felt more anything, right. But you took that as a learning experience, and that helped you on in your previous your relationship. After. Yes, yes. And 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 if 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 we if I would like to, you know, share with you all that um even though I was willing to help that way, you know, 
not all the time people could recognize help. Not all True. the time they want it. And I had a real struggle with that, you know. Um, so, so why wouldn't this person let me help them? You know, sometimes mm-hmm. people don't want to be helped. And you can't help, you know, they bring the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink, drink. you know. Um, So that would have been, you know, one of the reasons that 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 didn't work out that way. I understand. You know. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I had a a quote put into exactly what you just said here. Um, That was actually digging in the phone for us. Like, somebody you are willing to sacrifice the wool for could turn around and tell you that they never asked you to do that. And they would be right at the end of the day. Right? And it would be right at yes. the end of the day. But I, I took it as learning, you uh, know. So, I, you know, I, I've said to myself before, hey, these last four years was a waste of my time and everything. But, you know, it, it's all about how you look at it. And, you know, you have to look at it as, hey, I learned experience. I learned stuff for that last four years. It didn't work out, but I, I came away with this learning, that learning. So, you know, if you meet the same thing, which which happens in life in the future, you're able to okay recognize it from a distance. Okay, yeah, it's about the red flags on time. <laughs> so as you're on the topic of family, right? So I'm a person. Uh, people would come to talk to me about certain issues they're going through and whatnot. And so I have a friend. She was talking to me about an issue in which that she was facing right now. So an issue that involves her and her parents. So she's from a Certain ethnicity, right? And she likes somebody of a totally different ethnicity. And right, right now, there's course in a rift between her parents and her. And as a lot of points in which we have touched on previously in this podcast, will be the reproachfulness, lack of support, communication, and just all out tension and belittling. This is what she's facing right now due to that right and i am a person i believe that at some point in time you need to know when to stand up for yourself whether it be amongst friends foes or even your family and your parents right and in the process of you standing up against them they might watch you and say hey you're rude you're disrespectful as a parent here you can come and tell me what you want to do with your life you know i'm the parent (laughs) You, yeah. I trying to live your life, my life <laughs> by you. And that's the thing a lot of people, I realize a lot of parents like to do. They'll want to live their lives through their children. I don't want you to make the same mistakes. I, I make. make. So I well, can make my mistakes. Exactly. And life is a learning experience. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> true. So I had to make no mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, nobody's perfect at the end of the day. And like, some things just is like, that okay, a mom would like go and message her friends. Or full phone should I to get information of the individual himself, and you would make certain remarks about the individual due to where the person lives geographically. Oh, there's a hot what is crime all over that are crime, just saying, right? As well as the person's family, you'll say, like, hey, the person could have this, that, and the other. And my old son was like, but if somebody talk about you in the same light in which your mom talk about this individual, that she does not know this individual. You know, she don't like it. That wrong how somebody could talk about you in that light. They don't know you. You understand? Right. Right. So I was, I was like, you, you don't know at some point in time when you have to stop take disrespect, especially from your parents. And they might watch it in a form that you being disrespectful to them. But I believe as you stand up against certain things, you evolve in yourself. You become a 
person that okay you realize okay this is the last time I'm taking crap from not just experience but everybody in general and you evolve to be a better person so what are your thoughts on that in that instance I think I think yeah you're very right Rob um, and and my my follow-up point to that which you ended up touching on is you know you can't you can't see it as a parent um, yeah you just have to see that you stand up for you so it really like I said it doesn't matter who it is is you you standing up for yourself or for what you believe you know um, so yeah I totally agree with you yeah guys that is family whether you are a member of a family that you don't like and want to cancel that membership <laughs> or, <Two minutes>. w- <laughs> or whether you absolutely adore your family we that, know how hard that terminate that's terminate members of the family we could do no, that. That's it. no I wasn't saying that no no terminate fa- terminate the, the family the family title yeah the family membership membership right right okay yeah we you know we love them sometimes we love them sometimes we hate them uh, but that was Family Matters this is episode 13 of The Culture Tribe go follow us on on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at The Culture Tribe as well as our YouTube channel make sure you like and subscribe to the channel and share comment and continue following us for all the updates Israel we are so grateful to have you here today the conversation was Thick, it was heavy, it was light, it was, I don't know how to Meaningful, feel. Meaningful, give wisdom, knowledge, everything. Yeah, I feel like I need to go counseling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we're really grateful to have you here in studio, especially on these topics that I know that our audience will be grateful that we are touching on. And yeah, that's us, Dizzy Vibe Tribe. Is um, Robbie, you want to do the intro, the outro, I mean? The, the audio. Okay, yeah. see us. The pleasure is mine. Um, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled uh, when I when I met y- your producer, um, and he told me what he does. I was like, I'm always excited to meet like-minded people, mm-hmm. and you know, I was really excited. Jad, yeah, We all excited. I can feel the excitement. <laughs> So the pleasure is mine, you know, anytime. Thanks, thanks. We, we're yeah. glad to have you. Yeah. Thanks again, Israel, for stopping by today and blessing us with your knowledge and wisdom. So, guys, this is Rob the Voice from the Culture Tribe. I am Gerard the One. I'm Shelby Altan Bad. Israel Duncan. Uh, thank you for having us in your life today. See you till see you next episode, episode 14. And if you all have any topics that you all would want us to discuss or even touch on, feel free to hit us up via personal or even on all of our The Culture Tribe platforms. Mm-hmm.